Jesus people, you're tuning into Redeemed LA and we're here with Diane, Sam, and Danny. And today's topic, we're talking about, um, am I called for more? Hey guys, welcome back to The Encounter. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, choosing our podcast. Uh, we appreciate it so much. So today, just like um, Shirley said before, am I called for more? And it's so beautiful that, that, that we talk about this because, you know, it's something that we go through, you know, we go through almost all our church, our, all our church life. And I think I wanted to start with, um, I think like a story of mine and I, I wanted to say this and i wanted to share it and i think my my story was that um i've actually been playing drums for like around 15 years if i'm not wrong 15 i mean think a little bit more i played the percussion for like six seven years and i never got a shot to play drums never i mean which i don't mind it but you know i just never got a shot to play drums and the craziest the craziest part about it is that now i am the leader of the drums 15 20 years later i am the leader and it's so crazy because i never thought i would be the leader because i don't think i'm that good and i still don't believe i'm that good <laughs> but you know now i see myself and and god has told me and god has confirmed me he was like it is not when you want to and it's not for when you want your calling but it's when i need you to step up for your calling so so let's get right, right into it and let's um let's talk about this and the first question is how do we know what our calling is do you guys want me to answer first or do you guys want to go i feel sure, like sure go ahead Yes. Okay. So I think I think our, that our first calling, number one, number one calling. Before we can get in deeper, before we can say, you know, my calling is singing, my calling is dancing, my calling is playing drums, my calling. The number one calling that we all have is unity. If you can't keep unity within your own peeps at church without your own Jesus people, just like Shirley said, and welcome to you guys, um, <laughs> you guys cannot understand. We we cannot go to another calling. Unity is our first calling. Therefore. Danny, what does unity? What does unity mean? What, why? Why? Why is it our first calling? For example, if you can't keep peace within your brother, with your, for example, let's just say Shirley. Shirley talks bad about me because I'm your leader. You talk bad about me with other people, with other youth. You're literally doesn't matter if you sing like Rihanna. Doesn't matter if you sing like Beyonce. Mm -hmm. You are do, you're messing up the first thing that God called you to do, yeah. which is cons which is conserve unity. Meaning. If you see me, which you've never saw me, you've never seen me, you'll never see this. <laughs> um, but if you see me doing something incorrect and you tell people to create division, you are the reason. You you are sinning against the own the own body of Christ. You're sinning against body's uh, body, Christ's body, mm -hmm. which is the number one calling. So keeping that in mind. So, oh, wait, Danny, but I play drums. doesn't matter. Your calling becomes... If you play drums, if you sing, it becomes no because your first calling is unity. Therefore, if you see me doing wrong, what should you do? Come up to me and say, hey, Danny, I saw you cussing. And I'll be like, no, bro, actually, that's not me. I've never cussed. I haven't cussed, which is a lie. I've cussed before, but what I'm saying mm -hmm. is, you know what I mean? <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is like, what I'm trying to say is like, I'll clear it up with the person that did it. You come becoming with rumors or coming with divisions does not make any, any unity. It actually causes division. And if we don't do that, everything else becomes no. I Go ahead. Like, I feel like another calling you could say by um, default that we all have as Christians is found in Matthew 28. 
And it says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. This is what Jesus told his disciples. And therefore, you know, since the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and always, that's what he tells us. And that's a calling we all have by default. Yeah, and imagine that is that is a that is a second calling, and it's beautiful because it goes exactly with what I said. You shouldn't be making less people to come to church, but you should be making more, more people to church. But what? Yeah. But 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 what do we usually do? We talk so much trash about. Everybody. Oh my god! Did you see Shirley? Oh my god! Yeah, she's wearing that yeah. black sweater that that <laughs> that guy gave her. But it, didn't she say that she wasn't with that? Oh my god! That is not your calling. Your calling should be Shirley's in church. Shirley's in church. Shirley knows how to preach. Shirley knows how. Okay, now on to the next. Shirley, um, does your cousin come to church? No. Okay, let's talk to mm -hmm. her. That should be yeah. our calling. Go ahead, Shirley. You want to say something? Yeah, I was gonna say back to what Danny was saying about unity. I think it also not only bring that at church, but where it starts so which would be our our homes like mm -hmm. where where we sleep and where mm -hmm. we wake up and where our darkest deepest moments are would be in our room and with our parents and like where we build that unity is with them and where we grow that love we show that love would be with them and so we bring that love here and we show it to everyone else and let it be um truthful let it be like humbly and not fake or or two-faced where we you know, our one way with our parents and then another way with other people just because we want them to see a part of us that's like the best part, which shouldn't be like that. It should be all the time. Right, and look what Colossians 3.14 says. As together with these things, the most important part of your, of your new life is to love each other. New life means when you accept Jesus Christ, when you come to Christ, the most important part is to love each other. Love is what holds everything together in perfect unity. Mm -hmm. Now let me ask you guys a question. If you love your brother, are you going to talk trash about him? No. For example, maybe this doesn't hold right, but I've never even heard you heard you Sam, say anything about your sister. Good, bad, whatever. Maybe sometimes like, oh my gosh, she's annoying, which I talk about my sister like the same way, right? <laughs> but but like like you would never divulge something very secret about her, right? And neither would she. So the same thing I'm saying. That's why the that's what the Bible says. Love. Our first look, it says it's so crazy. It says the most important part. Meaning, oh Danny, but um I don't want to serve. Sounds good. Just make sure. But the most important part is this in the new <laughs> life is to love each other. Danny, I don't want to sing. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to sing. Danny, I don't want to be preaching. It's okay. Just don't forget that the most important part is to love each other. Oh, I don't want to play guitar. I don't want to do media. I don't want to play drums. I don't want to sing. doesn't matter. The only part that, I'm, that, that God is looking for, and mm -hmm. not the only part that God is looking for, but the, the most important part is to love each other and hold this unity. And and that, that's what I want to I want to I want to say like am I called for more Yeah, there's so many beautiful callings, but if you don't understand the basic calling, mm -hmm. which is unity, everything else you do is like. Remember that verse? It's, I think it's First Corinthians thirteen. It says that you may you may prophesy, you may know all the depths of the world, you may you may know all the secrets of this world, but if you have no love, you are nothing. Yeah, that is true. So just just. Just imagine how important love is. Like, if you have love, your parents stay together. If you have love, family stays together. If you have love, you're willing to overlook mistakes. If you have love, you're willing to oversee a lot of things. And if you have love, you're, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's happened to you, but during COVID, I used to get in, in like, a lot, a lot of fights with my sister. Like, dude, I used to be, like, yelling, like, bro, like, yelling. But it's because we've never hung out so much. And as time went, now a year, a year and a half in, I understand her. There's days that she just doesn't want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And I go, great. Okay. I 
my love for her is willing to adapt. Do you see? Imagine, and that's just me, a random human that loves her sister. Imagine, imagine to each other. Yeah, I feel like a calling takes forever to come. Like coming from most of us that grew up in church our whole lives, that's the main thing that right. we're questioning. What is our calling? What am I? What has God called me to do? And it's true. You have to show love. It took me a long time. Dude, for real. It like, took us, right? Yeah, it took me a long time to realize, yeah, I need to love my brothers and sisters in Christ the same way I love my brother. Because it's like, it's hard. Because having loving someone that's not your flesh and blood is very difficult. Yeah. But then figuring that out, maturing, I think that's what we need to do. Mature a little bit more, like, spiritually. Not, not like, physically, of right. course, but, like, mature. Spiritually, because it is a spiritual thing, because it's like you can't stand people that you don't see every day mm -hmm. right. and that it's a struggle. Even with someone I see every day, it's a struggle. But I still love my brother. Like, I still love Sam. <laughs> love. No, <I'm> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, like that's something that I had to learn, like showing love to others. And finally, like I could say, like on the path of like loving like my brothers in Christ and stuff and showing love to others younger than I am. Um, I, I'm finding my calling through that. That And it's true. We have to, like, have love. That's the first thing we're, we have to have. You know what's crazy? When, when it comes to, um, you know, trying to figure out what your calling is, your purpose, whatever it is, um, God always kind of gives you a glimpse of what, he, of what he wants you to do. Just like Joseph. God gave him a glimpse of, hey, this is what I... Want to do with you what I want to do with you, but Joseph didn't get it right away, right? He had to go through a series of trials, tribulations, process, you know, mm -hmm. process. and that's how it is with us. Sometimes <coughs> we're we're so impatient, you know, like God, you know, I want this, you know, but God isn't preparing the calling for us. He's preparing us for the, for calling. the calling. He has mm. what He wants us to do. is is just a matter of of you know. Of us actually submitting to God and saying, God, you know, like change me. Yeah, and start the, the process in me. And yeah. the crazy part is, um, the calling is there, but it depends on us how fast we want to get there. <coughs> right. Yes, sir. You know? Yeah. It's so crazy. Yes. And so crazy. And, and Joseph didn't understand that. For example, in Joseph, in the story of Joseph, it says that when he first had his first dream, he says that I remember that he said that he dreamed that everybody was kneeling to him. And mm. even his father was like, are you insinuating that I should kneel to you? Your mother and I should kneel to you? Like he said, like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Beautiful dream and all, but yo. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> and that's exactly he, like, dude, what you said, literally, bro, is beautiful. You never fix the calling to fit somebody, but you fit that somebody to fit the calling. And, and, and we have to understand that sometimes... For example, guys, I will never forget this. Like, for example, I've always wanted to preach. I'll be opening my heart, my, my heart to you. I always wanted to preach. I've gotten prophecies. Oh, are you going to be a prophet? This, this, and that. But sometimes I, with my head, I was like, ah, but that's just my name. You know, my name right. is, is Danny. Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like because your name is, you know, Job, or you're going to go through the trial, but you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I want you to tell me Danny, 21st century, in Sun Valley, Danny Ponce, right? Like, that's what I want. I don't want to know about the other. So I would always get prophecies right like that. And oh, God's going to use you. And I never saw much fruit until I saw a little bit of fruit. And I'm like, okay, God. 
Okay, let me submit even more. Let me just give you my, my whole soul because, dude, it, it's nice. It's nice to see that there's a little bit of fruit when you give it a little bit. And imagine if you give a lot, then you see a lot of fruit. Right? You want to say something before we go on to our next point? No? It, it, it is yeah, also, go ahead. It's also crazy, like, you know how you're saying, like, like the whole, um, you know, God, you know, giving us that little bit of a yeah. glimpse. He sometimes, like, like tests, tests us, you know? Like, for Joseph, um, you know, as he was going through, like, there's a part in the story of his, of his life where he's in jail, right? And he's in, in jail with, you know, a, a, a baker and a, a cupper, a cupper, mm-hmm. right? And it's crazy how, you know, the baker and the cupper both get out of jail, but Joseph is still Continuous. in jail, right? Yeah. And that's how sometimes, you know, it's with us. Sometimes we see, you know, we get that, you know, um, <clears throat> that glimpse of what God has for us. And then we see other people doing this and doing that. And we're just like... Oh uh, God! But w- what about me? What about right. me? What, what, what about that thing you yeah. said so like tough. five years ago in that church? That this and that, and you know, that's just God just testing us to see if we're actually, you know, like where our heart is, you know. And you know, I know it's beautiful. It goes all alongside what you just said, alongside with our next question. And our next question is, how do we know if our service is where God wants us to be? And that's exactly what 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 you said with um with Joseph. Do you think Joseph wanted to be in jail? No. no. Do you, listen how beautiful it says because this fits exa- exa- exactly. Do you think that he wanted to serve the cupper and the bread and the bread maker? But God said, "You're gonna serve in jail because I said so." And he taught him something there. He got so. For example, when we serve, so for example, when we, for example, um, sorry, I said for example a lot of times. But <laughs> if we are serving. It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter if you're cleaning toilets. It doesn't matter if you're mopping. It doesn't matter if you're just fixing some cables. If God puts you there, it's for a reason. You know, also, kind of to back up what you were saying, uh, I remember a conversation I was having with my sister, like, a few months back. And she, she was telling me, she's like, Sam, like, what if me being a doctor isn't, you know, what if it's like a waste of time, you know? <laughs> like, what if all this doesn't pay off? Right. You know, like, with God and all that. I was like... Don't let that your current situation be your destination, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think where they're at now it's is their destination. Right. The end game, yeah. And I told her, I was like, let that be serve as you know your transportation to mm. where God has you, wants you to be. You know, look at where you're at and let that serve as you know where God wants you to be. If let's say, for example, you know, like you were saying, you know, me as a kid, I always watched Benny Hinn. Growing up, and I would see how he would always, you know, put his hand on people and they would just fall back. You know, as a kid, you know, I would always knock my sister down. (laughs) She would always fall. That's so embarrassing. And, you know, know, I, as a kid, I wanted to do that. You know, Uh I was like, dude, you know, seeing Benny Hinn, you know, be filled with God's power, like, just like, you know, with one simple touch, people would be filled. You know, I always wanted that. And it's crazy how I told her, I play guitar now. And, you know, sometimes I tell myself, like, is this all there is for me, just playing guitar? And no, maybe God has something better for me, you know? God is probably going to use this, probably going to take me somewhere else, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, I have a verse here, James 1, 3. You know that when your faith is tested, you learn to be patient in suffering. If you let that patience work in you, the end result will be good. You will be mature and complete. You will be all that God wants you to be. I feel like with god like it's it's a trial versus in the world like it's a trouble you know like that it's just it's like a fire that he refines in you and like 
you know the saying that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yes. Like it's, I feel like it's the same thing. Like with the service or with anything, if you really are passionate and and look forward to doing that service, you're. It's not gonna feel like a chore versus mm -hmm. you know when you're at home like doing your whatever you have to do it or at work it feels like hard and just feels like 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 it's just like you can't do it but with you know with god on your side and and with patience and with love it's just a perfect like cocktail it's like the perfect like combination yeah and and exactly it, then that's so crazy because i don't know i don't know but like i said i've said this a long time like i've been in the lavanza like in the worship team for a long time can you I, can you guys imagine how many times i wanted to quit mm -hmm. i've wanted to quit so many times and that verse comes and like rings into my heart because it's true. It's not what I want to do. It's not, it's not, for example, when I was in, when I was in, when I was a drummer and I was a little kid, I was a younger kid because um, I am a kid still. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I used, no, they, didn't, they didn't even play. Like they let me play just like a little tiny bit. And then the main drummer used to play a lot and I would be so pissed off. <laughs> pissed off like pissed off i was like bro that's not fair like it's not it's just it really isn't but it's okay like it's no big deal bro and now i understand what happened because now i give up my turn and i understand what other people are looking at feeling in the back and now i understand what you know little drummers the ones that don't understand be like mm -hmm. oh how come danny gets to play a lot and i don't and i go no i give it to the people you want to play play i know the music you learn you practice and I, it gives me a new perspective, and that's why exactly what what you you're reading in James is so beautiful. If you doesn't matter how you feel, it's because a lot of people say, "Oh, it's because I feel this." Yeah, I feel a lot of things as well, but I don't act upon everything. Mm -hmm. I continue, and it teaches me patience, mm -hmm. and it teaches me things that I wouldn't learn if I would have quit right away. If I would have said, "Oh, no, no," the, the original one. I'm sorry, God. I hope that I don't get in trouble for this, but a lot mm -hmm. of people come and tell me, "Hey, Danny, I just don't think this is my calling." Well, that was like, literally me today. <laughs> I, I don't even. I, mean, I forgot about our talk today. But but the people say, "Oh, there's not my calling." But like, your calling is to serve the Lord, no matter what you do. <laughs> no matter no matter if it's to pick up trash, your calling yeah. is to serve. Therefore, who are you to decide what you're gonna do? You do as you're put, and slowly. For example, now I understand that I cannot be a full time drummer as well. Now there's 25 drummers as well, so I can't play every single time. So I give up a little bit. For example, can I do all the cameras and DP at the same time? No, mm -hmm. bro. I have to, I have to delegate, and I start I start moving away, and I start doing. And for example, with the YouTube, the youth is so big. I can't I can't preach every single weekend. I can't preach every single day. I can't I can't you know I can't do everything. I just learned to be like okay now I just gotta overlook. Now I gotta just be the leader. Now they're like, no, 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 not here. Okay, here, here, there, here. Oh yes, right there. Now, you see what I'm saying? So you mm -hmm. grow, but that growing, just like you said, it takes patience. It takes mistakes. Yeah. It takes forgetting about your feelings. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's like going into God's waiting room. You know, like what do you do when you're in a waiting room? Right, you're waiting to be called. You know, I've been in a bunch of waiting rooms. And, but not like spiritually, yeah, but I'm talking about physically just to get a picture. When you're in a waiting room, there's usually like a TV with like something playing. Or there's like a magazine where you can pick up, you know, look through it while you're waiting to be called. You know, the same thing with God. You know, when we're there waiting, you know, what, what, what should we be doing? You know, polishing up our service, you know, reading the Bible, praying, looking for God. And then eventually, God is going to call you. And then that's when you respond, okay, God, I'm here, I'm ready. What if God calls you and you're not ready? 
Hey, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to give it to the next person that's been putting the hard Oh my God! You know? Honestly, that's <laughs> such a great example. Right. I am so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> you know? That's so great. But you know what? Now, literally, yeah. everything's click. Honestly, have you guys seen Tetris? Yeah. Yes. And yes. then you hit like a huge thing. It goes. Yeah. Literally, that's how I feel because my brother used to tell me that. He used to tell me. He used to tell me this. He used to tell me, "Hey, Danny, look. The fact that you have a calling, you have a calling. Just don't let, don't let God catch you not ready." And I would say, "Okay." means you know you old person and now with this of course because for example for, for, for example today i saw cat studying uh for her driving test oh, right right and it makes so much sense she's in a waiting room until tomorrow and you know what she was doing sharpening her skills right yeah That's what it's so do. crazy and then tomorrow when she gets an a on that test just you know what it is when they say oh a driver 45b she's not gonna be like oh my god oh my god i don't know what to do no. She's going to be like, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to attack. And I know what I'm going to kill, which is that test. Go ahead. And then speaking of driving, I don't want to brag or anything, but I <laughs> I, I, I passed my driver's test on the fifth time, like the fifth time. And I was so, ever, I was so upset every single time. And especially my, my mom and like my parents did that. They're very strict. They think like that I'm a like failure or that like I did something wrong. And I just, every single time, I'm like, what, what am I like? What's wrong? Like, I just get so like, I don't know. And so, you know, sometimes I thought, you know, maybe I wasn't ready. Maybe it was all for a reason that, that I had to, maybe I have to learn to pick myself up and try again, you know? Not don't be a quitter. Come on, Shirley. Keep on, keep on going. And then, um, you know, I could have maybe got saving from an accident that I could have could have got into. You know, I really thought like that time that I passed, I was ready for the L. I was just like, okay, like hand it to me. Like I, mean, I, I, I know I failed. But then when he told me that I passed, I legit cried. I was like speechless. And I told my mom like, thank God, like that I finally passed and I finally like, like went through that that fire. You know, a right. little bit. And it's so crazy that you said that. Until you felt unworthy, you passed. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what God is looking yeah. to. If you feel like, okay, Dad, uh, if you say, hey, God, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Or, or, ready. or sometimes we can be uh, stubborn, like, <coughs> like, you know, like, heart, like Samson, you know? Like, sometimes we think, we, oh, yeah, you know, I can do it myself, God. When I'm you call me, go. I'm ready to go. Boom. God, literally, when you're in God's waiting room, <laughs> like waiting for your calling, God is going to tell you, all right, prepare for this, for this, and this. But he's also going to tell you what not to do. He'll tell you, don't do this. Don't do this. When you're called to do this, make sure you don't do this. He told Samson, Samson, be careful. Don't do this. Don't do this. But what happened, Samson was like, nah, bro, I got this. Yeah. And what happened, he fell and boom, he lost it all. Mm -hmm. lost it all. That is true. Like you put everything into perspective when you're trying to, find your calling or trying to be like, oh, like, what do I do next? Or like when people are bringing you down or like you don't, like the chances that you had that you wanted to play but couldn't or like you're just waiting there and you're like, it's been so many years. Mm -hmm. Why am I not called yet? But also polish it up and remember <laughs> the things that you didn't like when it happened to you. Like now you let a bunch of people like play the drums. You're like, no, put them, let them right. experience. Yeah. And I learned that too. Like I was, when I was a youth in my old church, like I remember like the whole, my whole thing was like, why are you judging me? I'm supposed to come to you and you're supposed to like help me, not mm -hmm, judge me and right. bring me more down than I am. Like right. this is why, like, there are some reasons why I didn't want to go to church because I was like, what's the point? They're just judging me. And now I learned that I'm with the youth and I'm like, yeah, they're going to mess up. They're going to like, they're not perfect yeah. either. And I'm like, okay, what do you do next? 
it's cool. I know. I was a teenager too. But you have to learn from your mistakes and pick yourself back up. Right. And that will help more faster for you to find your calling. That's my guidance for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's like to help one another so they don't fall into the same situations and being dragged and not knowing what their purpose is. Right. And and I, I agree completely with what everybody said. And honestly, the waiting room is still ringing in my yeah. head. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to make a movie called The Waiting Room. Dude, because it's so Starring good. Starring Sam Sparks. Yeah, Sparks. Because it's so crazy. It's so crazy that you said that because, dude, it's... People don't know how to use waiting rooms. Yeah. They don't, especially spiritual waiting rooms. They feel like, oh, God, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it shouldn't be, oh, here we go again. It should be, I can't wait to be in that waiting room. Right. Yes. You, know, you know what's crazy? Uh, some people, when it comes to God's calling and they're in the waiting room, they get comfortable. Mm. You know, if, if there's a story in the Bible where um, the disciples were on a boat and, you know, they saw Jesus walking on the water, right? And um, when they saw Jesus, they thought they got scared. They thought it was a ghost. <coughs> and, um, Jesus was like, oh, don't fear, you know, take courage. It is I, you know, I'm Jesus. And Peter, out of the 12 disciples, told Jesus, all right, if it's you, allow me to walk on the water. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus calls him, and then Peter, what? He answered. He, you know, his boat, He Peter could have stayed in the boat with the other 11. Why? Because it was safe. You know, and that's a lot of people. God calls you, but what? We're too comfortable. Like, nah, I'd rather stay here. It's cool. God is going to call you, but it's up to you if you want to, you know, take the first step. Because God isn't going to, honestly, God isn't going to do everything for us, guys. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's mm-hmm. not going to do everything for us. Yes. You know, just like um, God told Joseph, you know, we, we see Joseph had, you know, 12 brothers, right? With him, it was 12, right? You know, we see the disciples here with Peter. You know, there were 12 disciples. <clears throat> 11 stayed in the boat, and Peter was the only one that answered the call. Imagine if all 12 disciples, you know, went with Peter. Who would have gotten further? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Just imagine, dude. Yeah. It's all about not getting comfortable where you're at, but also not being afraid. Right. You know, it got to a point where Peter was actually walking on the water, but what, he saw everything that was around him and he got scared, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of us too, you know, we have faith, all right, God, you called me to do this. You know, you take your first step, everything's going good, but then you start paying attention to, you know, people maybe saying, people saying, oh, you're going to you're gonna suck at this, you're going to do this, and then what? You start slowly sinking, but what happened? Peter called out to Jesus, and Jesus was there to pick him up. Right, that's beautiful. Oh, my God, that's so beautiful. <laughs> okay, next question, because we're going to be there forever, honestly. Okay, Kanga uh, says, uh, are we limited to only one gift, or can we receive more? And I was, we were talking about it, right? Because yeah. that was a huge discussion yeah. we were having. And I think I think the Bible says that we have to yearn every prophetic gift and every every, every everything that, there's, that God can give. But we have to understand that gifts and callings are different, right? Yes. Gift uh, of prophecy. Right, a uh, gift. But if you're called, for example, the the, the Bible says, uh, many are called, but few are chosen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> remember, remember, we yes, were having I this. <laughs> and few are the are the faithful. So imagine, so we have to reach faithfulness. So mm-hmm. can so can you have more? Can you can you have more more gifts? Yes, I suggest you grab as many as you can. I even I've even told people people that don't want their gifts 
oh, bro, I'm scooping them up from behind them. I'm not, I, I'm not stealing them. I'm just saying, God, God, if they don't want that, I want it. Because, except, except like the liberation, that thing kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, it scares yeah, me. But yeah. I, you always tell me not to be scared. Yeah. And I have, I have a friend that when I told you that, that prophesizes and uh -huh. everything. And I told him that he tells me, like, don't be scared. And I'm like, yeah, bro, easy for you to say that you've been doing this for like 10 years. But for me, yeah. it's, it's difficult. You know, like, I, I don't want to do it. And, and I've never had experience like that, but that's not the point. The point is that I yearn it, and and I want to, and I want to do it. And and I, but the thing is, I tell God this: God, if it's in Your will, I am that soldier in the waiting room, getting ready, until You say, "Okay, Danny, now it's your turn," and I'd be like, "Okay, if I have to go take out a demon, I must take out a demon." You know. So yes, the the, the yeah. thing is, can we get more 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 what's it called gifts? Yes, we should yearn them all, but most of all, love. Anybody wants to add on that? No, I think it. Said it all? Yeah. <laughs> Danny, you, you talked the whole time. And then so next next question. Um, are we limited to only now? It says, uh, how do we learn to use our gifts properly? I think the best way is to read this beautiful book called the Bible. Yes. yes. That is the best thing. That's the best. Uh, um, you know, last time I was reading. Uh, reading. I wish I was reading. Um, last time I was, I was watching TikTok. Yes, I watched TikTok. <laughs> and um, I was I was seeing this guy that he, he pulled out a book from the... What is that thing? What what is, what is that guy that has like a pyramid? It's like a it's like a club. Um, hold on, hold on, it's coming to me. It's it's a triangle. Oh, um, it's a, Illuminati. It's like a no, it's 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 a triangle. It's like um, whatever. It's it's this it's this cult, right? Oh, it's a masonry. Yeah, a, 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 a mason. Yeah, oh. Freemasons, right? Yeah, free, free Masons. <laughs> and sorry, sorry, sorry. You sorry. said cult, like, like, Sorry, free, 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 free Masons. Masons. So yeah. there's this cult, and the the guy was opening. He was like, oh look, this is the bible of the masons bro yeah. and they had everything that a man needed like oh how to gosh. speak the top 10 problems that man has and i was just looking at it now i was looking at it i was laughing inside and i was like if they knew the bible says the same exact thing but better you know like mm -hmm. like if the bible teaches you how to be a bad gentleman by how jesus acts with his wife and his and his bride and and i was just seeing this and i was seeing that god even says about man's problem but the the, the point is the point that I was gonna, I was gonna make is is if you want to learn to use your gifts, you have to read the Bible says how to use them, and where and how and the doctrine, and also follow what your church is saying. Yeah, that's Please. true. Doctrine, doctrine, follow. Yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. Follow just because we are different <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that you should be like, oh, you know, Danny says this. No, no, no. I, I don't, I don't. I'm not the pastor from your church, so whatever your pastor says, please follow it. Um, yeah, please, please do. You guys don't say anything about how. To, use our gifts properly no, because no i'm like basically follow doctrine because usually your church has order and we should all be following order in our church it's not like oh like oh that woman's possessed let's cast it out right now <laughs> it's like nah dude you need to wait up mm -hmm. god needs to set up the time and like we need a lot yeah. more people. To right. it's, it's like at, at home and then at high and like at, at work too. There's always like a little hierarchy. And even yeah. like I noticed like at home, like at the ends of the table, like if you invite a guest over, heck no, the guest is not going to sit at the end of the table. It's always like the parent, always like either the, 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 usually like the husband of, but like I don't touch that chair. I'm like on the side, but there's always an order to things, yeah. you know, everything, especially with God, he makes everything so orderly and perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I feel like it's, it's with our gifts too like we have to follow the order it's given to us like prophecy we can't do it in medio de like alabanza right yeah. nobody's gonna hear you yeah and it's like okay bro calm down yeah. and like in the beginning of church yeah there always has to be an order mm -hmm. with there's like, a time with everything yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and like I said, some churches do it differently than us. Yeah. So please, 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 if you go to that church, please follow their doctrine, follow their teachings, and we can do it. Okay, mm -hmm. another question, because literally we are 31 minutes, and I need to finish quickly. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, is it possible to force a calling? Yes, yes. it is possible, but it yeah. is bad. Move away from it. If you see your brother singing, and you've been singing for 25 years, and you see your brother directing, don't hate on him. Love mm -hmm. him. Give him more. Just tell him you're a blessing. Even if it's not a blessing, you know, I've actually found myself, um, not myself, but you know, like like when I don't want to do something, I force myself to do it. Mm -hmm. And you might say, Danny, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, because for example, I don't love everybody, right? Like we don't love everybody, but I try. And to the people that I dislike the most, I try to be the nicest. And I, 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 I force myself. <laughs> I'm just opening my heart to you guys, right? But, no. but like, like, like I said, like I force myself because that's me saying, Danny, you have to mm -hmm. love. You have to be united. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly, and, and not, not exactly, but what I'm trying to say is we have to be careful with what we force, right? Mm -hmm. When you, you see your brother doing better than you, don't 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 be saying, oh, I want to direct the same way. No, find your own way. Yeah. Find your own calling. Yeah. Maybe, maybe singing is your waiting room and preaching and preaching is the one next up. Go ahead, go ahead, sure. I think, yeah, I think I totally agree. I think there's a big difference between desire versus envy. Desire is is more like, oh, you're doing, you're striving for, like, progression. You want to, okay, okay, I see Diane in in, in media. I see her saying, okay, I, I love that she's doing that. How can I how can I join? You know, versus envy, you're just talking. There's not really action. It's just, oh, talking about Sam, talking about Diane. Why are they doing this? You know, just talking. Why them? Yeah. Oh, is it because they're friends with Danny? Oh, is it because they're so big? Is, 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 is it because they're friends with the apostles' kids? And I always tell people, and I'm like, in reality, if you guys would know what's going on in the background, like I don't, like I don't choose. I don't know, for example, even in the podcast, like when people tell me, "Oh, should we put this person, this person?" I literally, I don't even, I don't see who they are. I see how much sacrifice they put in this place. Yeah. Like I say, like I say, like how seriously are they taking the podcast? Because not yeah. everybody takes it seriously. Right. Oh God, it's just a podcast. It's okay if I miss one day. No, it's you coming to preach because we're all preaching in reality and we're all prophesying yeah. and we have to understand that. You have something to say. No, you get it. So I was going to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say like, like even like from the beginning when we started coming to this church, it's pretty big from what me and Sam were used to. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh my gosh, we're never going to serve. When are they ever going <laughs> to notice? But it's like God has everything in its place yeah. and it's not like, and I know the place I'm at is because God put me there. It's not because, oh, me and Danny and Deborah are besties and we, like, hang out all the time. No, it's because God knew where he wanted to place me or my family. And he knows, like, the work we put in into his service all these years. You know, it's never because of, oh, I'm friends with so-and-so or with, like, no, it's always where God wants to place you. I agree. Yeah. And 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 just and just to finish, just so we understand it. And the, the last question was, can we be called just to be a sheep and not have a real service at church? And honestly, that's such a loaded question, right? Because it's it makes me feel like saying a lot of things, but I feel like everybody starts off a sheep. So if you guys don't know, the order of service is this. First you become a believer, then a listener, then a disciple, then a server, and then an elder, and then an elder with responsibilities, and then servant for god right so yeah. like a pastor or something like that right mm -hmm. so we have to understand that in order for you to grow from a sheep 
You need to just put in the sacrifice. I, I know everybody might say, "Oh, Danny, oh, I can't sacrifice." Yes, but that's what it. That's what right, it. That's, yeah. what, that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. If you just want to be a sheep and you want to just love everybody and continue unity, great. But if you want to be a server, if you want to be a deacon, if you want, for example, the servidores, what time do they come in on, on Sundays? Like five, five six a.m. before yeah. before before the whole regulation come down. Yeah. Five a.m. To check this out okay media what's on have to be here an hour before service yeah. so the, if the service has to start at nine they have to be here at eight if the service starts at seven they have to be here at six on a friday bro so there is certain things that you must sacrifice mm -hmm. for example to the uh to the director do you think anybody can just go up there no you have to have basic doctrine intermediate doctrine you have to be mm -hmm. uh you have to be baptized by the holy spirit you have to be baptized you have to accept Jesus. like there's a, yeah. a setting for mm -hmm. it but you know what i'm sorry and i don't want to say people but I you know what we want to do we want to get to that stature without putting in the work yeah. yeah people people want the benefits but they don't want to put in the commitment you know yes. they want the commitment yeah, and everybody wants to say, oh, you know, it's because if I were a pastor, it would be much easier. Dude, I've heard so oh, many people say that. It's because I feel like, you know, I, like I said, I've been in church my whole life. People think, oh, yeah, the pastors have it nice because, you know, people buy them stuff. People take them out. You know, people are constantly doing this. I'm like, they have it rough. They have to deal with their personal problems. And then on top of that, they have to deal with other people's problems. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, they have. And sometimes it, it costs their family too. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine. Like, like I wouldn't wish being a pastor on myself. Like, I've seen many pastors. <laughs> I know Damn. many, and I'm like, you guys, good job. Like, <laughs> golden sticker for you, you because it's like, dude, I could never imagine having that calling. Like, I want like a like I know like God called me to be like a teacher. And I, I for sure know it, but like a pastor, I don't know, dude. Like, and, and you know what's, you know what's crazy? That the biggest sacrifice that that the ministers give is that they give up their place in the body of Christ. Not yeah. meaning that they don't make up the body of Christ, but they give up the bride. Right. Yeah. So you are no longer part of the bride, but you're now you, now you're a friend. Now you're getting her ready, and everybody mm -hmm. goes, yeah. "Oh my God, really?" And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." Now that you think about it, you make sense, right? Like. They give up so much, and I'm not saying me because I'm the pastor's son or the apostle's son. Like, but like, <laughs> it, 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 the people forget. But bro, I'm like, in a whole year, I'm probably with my dad like what four months. And That's what I'm saying. Like, they give up so much they for do. a family, and it's like, oh, snap. and 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 so like so even much. when he is home. He's getting taken out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> he is preaching everywhere else. And and like for example, when we do eat, like our schedules are so so off, right? He has time in the morning, but I'm doing something else in the morning. Oh, Danny, have dinner with me. Dad, I'm dead. I just came from church, and I just you know what I mean. I just came yeah, from recording two podcasts, and and I came from teaching the kids how to play drums. And I, and then he's like, okay, so when are you gonna have time? And I'm like, Dad, I'm like. When are you going to have time? <laughs> but like, but long story short, I want to say this, that that if you want to become more than a sheep, you have to put in the work, and you have to put in the work, and not only you have to put in the work, but you have to have regeneration. And guys, I want to tell you guys, that this regeneration, regeneration comes from everyone. So it means that if you come from a church and you go to a new church, you have to be re regenerated there. And you have to be changing your mind, and you have to be constantly evolving through Christ. Because evolution... It's, 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 it's real but just through christ yeah. and 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 you have to understand that there is growth and god wants us to grow so guys um thanks once again um i don't know how to you know 
I don't know how to appreciate all the, everything they do. They choose us over all the podcasts. So, mm. so thank you so much for choosing us. And honestly, um, I don't know. I want to start recording us and go live, but I don't know. It's so much work, and I don't have enough people. We do have enough people, but it's so much work, and you know how much work it takes. Yeah. But yeah. I promise that. I will make the sacrifice and I will make the thing so you can go oh, live. Hopefully and by next year. Yeah, yeah, Woo! next year I think we will. But I ask you guys to please reshare this podcast. Follow us on Instagram. And we're going to have uh, our youth cons from now on. We're back on track. And uh, we're back from COVID. And we're more in love with Jesus than ever. So, guys, follow us on Redeemed. And thank you again for uh, choosing us. God bless you. And I hope this was a blessing. Okay, God bless. Guys. See you guys Bye. next week.